Welcome to Burning Bright, a weekly podcast presenting poetry and prose from Passager. Passager recently published its 2023 poetry contest issue. On this episode, four food-related poems from that issue that, as is so often the case, really aren't about food at all. Joanne Holdridge said that memory and poetry gave her a way to celebrate the heroines that she worked with over the course of her life, whose lives were hard but whose hearts were anything but. Here's Joanne's poem, If You Can't Take the Heat. This happened a long, long time ago at a restaurant that no longer exists. And I'm older now than Jean Viano was when she turned to me in the middle of a slammed, flat-out running early morning breakfast rush, when the cook, yelled at once too often by the menage a trois owners, caught in a seemingly endless, ever-changing combination of combustible sexual entanglements with each other and several very unfortunate employees, one of whom was the cook, who'd just finally had enough, untied her apron, yanked off her chef hat, added a couple of greasy rags for good measure, tossed them all on the grill which promptly burst into flames, and walked out. After that, food stopped coming out of the kitchen, and between us, we had two dining rooms full of hungry, impatient, increasingly pissed-off customers. And Jean, mother of twelve, whose husband had just left her drowning in kids and debt to take off for some place sunnier than northern New Hampshire in winter, started to laugh until her dark eyes shone with tears I could see even behind the thick lenses of her glasses, but managed to gasp out while grabbing my arm to steady herself. I'm too old for this shit, and honey, young as you are, so are you. I still love her for that. If You Can't Take the Heat, Joanne Holdridge Liz All said, I wanted to write a celebration of my partner's magical, medicinal, homemade chicken stock. Attention to the detail of the work brought me to celebrate her more broadly, how she is a force of comfort and healing in my life. Here's Liz All's poem, Stock. The work I do... The easy routine of roasting a chicken or turkey, a little dry brine, a cut-up lemon, an onion in the cavity, a little butter, a little pepper, sage or thyme, depending on the season. The work you do, the careful picking of the bones, the stripping of the carcasses of what I cooked for us, you can pull a whole other meal from what I left behind in the crude haste of my carving. Then, all night, those clean bones, the vegetable scraps and water left on slow simmer, the emerging scent not only of the rich stock, but an infusion of your patient care, a reminder of your skilled fingers, your focus, your way of loving and attending to the world, to me, to us. In bed, next to the strange yet familiar miracle of your body, I sleep, breathing in the scent and also the spirit of you, dreaming a marrow richness down into my own old bones, deep within my body, which you heal and love, sometimes in extravagant flashes, other times low and slow, simmering, Always a cup I am grateful to lift to my lips. 
Stock, Liz All. She said, it's a chicken stock poem and a love poem. A palimpsest is often used to mean something written that you write on again. Laird Harrison's poem, Between the Lines, adds a shopping list to a construction memo. When Marv gathered up shopping bags, Danny said, Wait, can I give you a list? In the whole kitchen, he couldn't find a scrap of paper. Marv pulled a job site memo from his jeans back pocket. It's printed on both sides, said Danny. Right between the lines, answered Marv. So after dry silica and face masks, Danny wrote, Broccoli and cauliflower. After alkali-resistant gloves, safety glasses, and waterproof boots, he wrote canned peaches, baking powder, whole wheat flour. Where the memo read, Use hand trucks or forklifts when possible, Danny wrote, Make sure the sushi was made today. Under Keep floors clear to avoid slipping or tripping hazards, Danny wrote, Think of what to cook and eat together. Laird Harrison, Between the Lines And finally, Timothy's Crayons by Nancy Lale Braun Imagine whole sets of crayons, spanking new, tips sharp, mint condition paper sleeves, the flat black box, first day, first grade. Imagine by the end of the year, Timmy, across the aisle, had eaten every crayon. Not a waxy morsel left. Startling empty box. Imagine primary teeth, primary colors, his cloisonne esophagus and vibrant paisley gut, unlike the drab intestines of the rest of our class. I knew it was bad, but I thought it was right. Timmy, you were small, pale, timid, terribly quiet. Your art was interior private, gastronomic, untitled. Timothy's Crayons, Nancy Lale Braun. Nancy said, For years I had recurring dreams of living in houses which had unremembered or unexplored rooms. After I began reading and writing poetry, those dreams stopped. Timothy's Crayons came from one of those indelible childhood memories. All four poems on this episode of Burning Bright came from Passenger's 2023 Poetry Contest issue. To subscribe to or learn more about Passenger and its commitment to writers over 50, go to PassagerBooks.com. You can download Burning Bright from Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and various other podcast apps. For Kendra, Mary, Christine, Roseanne, and the rest of the Passenger staff, I'm John Shore. <laughs>